So this is something that I thoroughly enjoy about four kids is that they actually assign the word winks a meaning instead of it just being a silly word that Bloom came up with. Hey there, welcome to the Winx Forever podcast. I'm Lola, creator, host, and lifelong Winx fan. I'm taking a deep dive into the very cool universe of Winx Club. So join me each week as we rewatch and discuss each episode starting with season one of the original series. So whether you've been a Winx fan since 2004, like myself, or you vaguely remember the show from your childhood, or maybe if you're even being introduced to it for the first time, I want to say welcome. This is the Winx Forever podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the Winx Forever podcast. It's your girl, Lola. This week we are continuing our Winx Club season one rewatch with episode two. If you are new here this season, we are going through the Winx Club original series episode by episode and discussing it the original right English version versus the four kids version even, and just kind of um, dissecting the themes, the plots, the character arcs, pretty much everything that you would ever want in a Winx Club rewatch podcast episode. So (laughs) I'm excited to dive into this episode, season one, episode two. Uh, In the right English version, it is called Welcome to Magics, but in the four kids version, it is called More Than High School. The synopsis reads, uh, Bloom and Stella are assigned the same dormitory with Flora, Musa, and Tecna. The five girls become best friends, and so the Winx Club is formed. Bloom encounters the three notorious witches from Cloud Tower, Icy, Darcy, and Stormy. So let's get into it. Bloom and Stella arrive at Althea. This picks up right where episode one left off. They are overlooking kind of the lake and they see Althea in the distance and Bloom's parents want to go check it out with her, but they can't because there is an invisible wall, an invisible barrier preventing them from going any further. It's really funny. The scene in the right English version, it's funny because the parents are like, oh, well, I guess this is where we, you know, leave you like, see you later, visit us when you can, you know, that sort of thing, like very nonchalant. Um, In the four kids version, I love (laughs) the creativity and just. I don't really know, like the the way that four kids handled this scene, because instead of them being so nonchalant and just fine with sending off their daughter, you know, like to this realm that they just found out existed yesterday, like Stella kind of apologizes that like, hey, yeah, there is an invisible wall. It keeps non-magical creatures out of magics. And even though I can't take you any further, she shows Mike and Vanessa this. <laughs> she calls it a um the official Althea school slide globe and it's this glowing globe that she shows them and when she shows it to them this whole montage like appears on screen and so it it gives us sort of a preview um into season one it shows a lot of different clips of 
fairies arriving at Althea. It even funny enough shows a clip of Diaspora at the day of the Royals um, at Red Fountain in the four kids dub, but that is late, way, way, way later on in the show. But as it's sliding through all of these different images and moving images and stuff, <laughs> there is a song that is playing underneath it. And it is, oh my gosh, like, I feel like you either love or you hate this song. It only appears once in the series, but then in season two, it comes up again just briefly. And it's like one of those things that like, if you know it, you know it because it's sung by one, it's sung by Stella in season two um, at their like slumber party um, as a joke anyway. But the, <laughs> can I just roll you a clip of it? I'll just roll you a clip of it. So that is the song. Um, I don't know if I'll get sued for that. <laughs> Probably not because four kids doesn't exist anymore. Um, so yeah, that is the, <laughs> that's the Althea official slide globe that Stella shows to Mike and Vanessa. After that is when they say their goodbyes. Like, you know, Stella um, is like, come on, Bloom, let's go. You know, we don't want to be late or whatever. Um really funny. Uh, I also like that they, um, they showed Kiko go through the barrier just fine. And Kiko like, kind of like checks himself, like kind of like pats himself. Like, why did I go through? Like everyone else is thinking like, is Kiko magic? Is he not? What is happening? So I think that that is, um, a really nice touch because later on in the series, we find out that Kiko does have some like innate, like magical power in him um because he can fly and he's got like other like he's just like a very odd little bunny you know like he's not he's not normal he's not just a little bunny from gardenia you know just like bloom isn't a little girl from gardenia so <laughs> so after saying their goodbyes um they cross the barrier and they arrive at the school um i really like the courtyard scene because you can see you know, like Tecna and Misa and Flora, like in the background, mixed in with the background characters that we're about to meet, you know, in the dormitories anyway. So that's like a really nice touch. It um, almost reminds me of the courtyard scene in Fate because you get kind of these foreshadowings of these main characters just kind of hanging out, um, which I think is a nice nod to the original show in Fate. But I digress. So they get up to uh, sign in and Bloom's like, oh no, like I'm not going to be on the list. What's, what, what's going to happen? And so Stella comes up with this plan. Stella is like, I've got this letter from this princess for me to give to the headmistress because she can't come. So I'm just not going to give it to her and you will pretend to be this princess. Bloom automatically is like, eh, I don't think that lying is going to be the best way for me to start my new life in this, in this school. But, you know, she trusts Stella because what other option does she have? You know, so, so they get up to um, the scary looking lady. 
Her name is Griselda. She's the head of discipline at Althea. And they say that her name is Veranda of Callisto. Um, very funny. In the four kids dub, they renamed Veranda's home planet to Velisto with a V instead of Callisto. They did a lot of this in the four kids dub. Like Domino is called Sparks. Valtor in season three is called Baltor with a B. And like the list goes on. But it's always interesting to see what changes they decided to make and which ones they actually kept true to the original series. But for the most part, they seem to keep the order of the events the same in this episode. And they don't switch out a lot like they did the scenes in in the first episode. But Griselda is like really um, shocked to see Stella. And she mentions that she didn't expect to see her again this year after the thing that she did last year, which Bloom is like, what did she do last year? Like, who am I hanging out with? (laughs) But they get checked in and Griselda like is going over the rules of the school with the newcomers and explains... And explains why they have um, the rules that they do. And a big part of it is because of what Stella did last year. She then explains to all the students that Stella exploded, like just completely like demolished a potions laboratory. And because she blew up the potions lab, that's what led to her being expelled apparently last year. What's really funny is that in the four kids dub, She mentions that she was trying to create a new shade of pink and that's what led to the explosion. Um, (laughs) And she mentions that her parents had donated a new computer lab and like, you know, I mean, it's the king and queen of Solaria. Of course, they, you know, are not going to not admit Stella to come back to school at Alfia after that. So it's just, you know, royal problems, I guess. So then Farragonda arrives while lightheartedly saying to not let Griselda scare them too much. And she introduces the new fairies to Althea and she leads everyone into the entrance of Althea and Farragonda gives them a very inspirational speech and tells them to avoid the witches of Cloud Tower. And then Griselda dismisses everyone. Um, This whole scene with Farragonda in the courtyard um, is absolutely omitted in the four kids dub. And it just transitions into them in the courtyard to the entrance hall of Althea instead. So I guess that is a minor change that four kids made to this episode. Like, you know, like it wasn't really needed. So they just were like, "Eh, take it out. So after Griselda dismisses everyone, all the students um, head for their assigned dorm rooms and On the way there, Stella explains to Bloom who the witches are and about three schools and magics. So as Bloom and Stella walk to their dorms and Bloom asks her like who these Cloud Tower witches are, Stella obviously explains like there are three schools, um, Althea, Cloud Tower, and Red Fountain. But this is, and this is where I really, really think four kids did a great job. And the four kids dub, um, this scene's dialogue is completely different because in the four kids version, uh, Stella already explained the three schools in the first episode after she took Bloom through her express postcard portal to check out Althea. And so she didn't need to re-explain it in this scene. So instead, Bloom asks Stella 
what Winks is. So this is something that I thoroughly enjoy about four kids is that they actually assign the word winks a meaning instead of it just being a silly word that Bloom came up with. So we first hear the word winks in the previous episode in the four kids dub when Bloom meets Stella in the park and uh, Stella says to Bloom after she kind of, you know, wards off the ogre and the ghouls with her surprise magic blasts. Wow, you've got winks, girl, major winks. What, me? What do you mean? And then later on in the episode, um, when they are in Bloom's room, when Bloom says, Wow, I can't believe that I really do know magic. And I have, what did you call it? Winks? Your magic's always. But in this scene, in episode two, before they are released to go to their dorms, Farragonda encourages the new students to use every opportunity to connect to your winks. So on the way to the dorms, Bloom asks Stella to explain, to which Stella says that winks is essentially three things. First, it's their source of power, as in their strength and energy. Two, it's what guides them. And thirdly, it's their magical identity as fairies. So this was something, in my opinion, that four kids did a great job with, and I really applaud them for it. So they get to their dorm rooms and Stella explains that she's got no roommate. She's got a whole room to herself. And then Bloom's like, well, I have a roommate. Um, She enters the room that has Miranda's name on it. And she accidentally steps on a vine, which yells and screams and starts talking. And it's like that hurt, you know, like, why did you step on me? (laughs) Then she meets her roommate, Flora. While Flora introduces herself, Bloom accidentally introduces herself as Bloom instead of her alias Veranda, who she's posing as. And Stella makes her quickly like correct herself. And she instead tells Flora that she's Veranda, not Bloom. After that, she meets Tecna and Musa also comes in and makes a joke about Stella not blowing up the dorm, um, which I think is very funny. And then Stella suggests that they all go out to the City of Magics for dinner. And it's really funny that in the Ray English version, Bloom suggests getting pizza and nobody knows what that is, which I think is believable because, I mean, who would know what an Italian food dish is in Magics? But uh, later in the series, in season three, the Winks actually go out for pizza in Magics. So it's, it's really funny. Like, did Bloom introduce pizza to the realm of magics, we will never know. However, it makes a lot of sense in the four kids dub because in the four kids dub, they do know what pizza is in magics. And that's actually what Stella suggests they go out to magics to get for dinner is pizza. So a slight variance is there in the four kids Ray dub. Also what wasn't in the four kids dub, which I thought was super weird, was Griselda spying on them as they were leaving Althea. Like what the actual heck? Like, was that just to like identify that like, ooh, Griselda like knows there's something up. She knows that Bloom's not who she says she is, that sort of thing. Like, I don't know, it's just weird and awkward and I didn't like that. So they get to downtown and Bloom is like heavily disappointed that the capital of the realm isn't like the wizarding world out of a Harry Potter book when she doesn't see dragons or gnomes or wizards or wand shops. 
But as they make their way to the cafe, um, Nut, the ogre we saw in the previous episode, recognizes the girls as as he's shopping for a new pair of glasses because, again, in the last episode, um, he couldn't get a good look at the girls he was trying to fight because he wasn't wearing his glasses and he didn't like his glasses. So that's really funny continuation from the last episode of like, he didn't like his glasses. Um, he was shopping for new ones. And so, um, he recognizes the girls, um, he follows them and he also calls who we will soon learn is the tricks and the tricks kind of are like, well, we're going to capture Stella and steal her scepter, which is what they were after in the previous episode as well. Meanwhile, um, Bloom tries to call home with her cell phone at dinner uh, and she notices that it doesn't work like her cell phone is not working and Techno offers to help and laughs at her cell phone for being quote unquote ancient technology um, and Bloom leaves to find a magic phone to call home in magics but Bloom gets distracted uh, when she spots Nut watching her friends so in the four kids version instead of apologizing for laughing at Bloom's phone. Tecna actually offers Bloom for her to use her phone card for the interim phone booth to call Callisto. It was very interesting. Another thing that I noticed that I didn't really like in the sequence of these scenes in the Ray English dub is um, how Bloom is like almost explaining to the audience what she is seeing as if we can't conclude what's happening from simply watching the show ourselves. Like when she's talking to herself as she follows Nut, she's like, I'm sure it's him, the creature that attacked us in Gardenia. Like, yeah, no doubt, we we know that. And then she's like, oh, he's watching my friends. Like, oh, yes, we see that too, Bloom. Great job, you're a true detective. And then she's like, but where is he now? I must find him. Like, girl, like, we're gonna know what you're doing when you do it. Just do it and just show us, don't tell us. Um, so obviously the four kids cut all of that, that part of the scene out because it wasn't really necessary. And then the four kids, they just jump straight to Bloom following him into the alley where he meets up with the tricks um funny enough also in the four kids dub the witches of cloud tower like icy darcy and stormy they are not called the tricks that is that is something that is also omitted from the four kids dub is the tricks just don't have a name they're just they're just the senior witches from cloud tower they're just you know i don't i don't know what to tell you it's just i don't know Don't miss an episode of the Winks Forever podcast. Follow the show on your preferred streaming platform so that you're notified when new episodes are released. So Darcy like clones herself, finds Bloom, reveals her hiding spot, and the whole uh, the whole Ray English dub in this scene is like the dialogue is so cringe when she when Bloom meets Icy Darcy and Stormy. Um, ugh, gross. I bad vibes. I don't like. <laughs> so Bloom's like, "Oh, I'm a fairy," and then like makes the lamest attempt at like giving an energy blast and like it kind of like boop boop like peters out and like doesn't <laughs> doesn't do anything and so icy darcy and stormy kind of witch her up and blaster uh icy traps her in ice and freezes bloom 
And then it flashes back to the winks and they're like, where did Bloom go? Like, is or well, they still think she's Veranda. So they're like, where did Veranda go? She should be back by now. And they're like, I don't know. Let's go look for her. And then they find her basically, you know, like in a frozen block of ice and her friends are like, let her go. Um, Icy sends Nut to go attack the Winks and um, they transform and become their fairy forms. So they each get a turn using their different powers on the ogre and you kind of get to see what each girl's powers are. Um, So you see that Tecna is a really technology fairy. Um, Flora, you know, has flowers and plants and that Misa is, you know, fairy music. So they each use spells that kind of display like, oh, they're the fairy of this. That makes sense. So then after they defeat Nut, um, the tricks then start to attack the Winks and they prove to be a lot more powerful. So Stella notices this and she turns her ring into her scepter and she transports her and her friends safely out of there. And Icy is furious. It's funny because this scene in the right English version, um, the fight scene is so slow. It, it happened a lot faster in the four kids dub. So it's wild to me that the, the Ray English dub is a lot of people's preferred English dub of the show. And I just, it couldn't be me, fam. I couldn't be. <laughs> so as uh, Stella is like, you know, defalling Bloom, she accidentally lets slip that um, her name is Bloom. She's from Earth, you know, whatever. And the other girls are like, Stella what did you just say like why did you just call her bloom why did you say she's from earth that sort of thing <laughs> and Stella's like I'll explain everything on our way back to Althea you know we'll get you guys caught up whatever so they get back to campus and they get caught by Fergonda and Griselda and bloom has to come clean and tell them that she's not actually princess veranda she's actually bloom from earth and so and so Farragonda is like, well, she has to be magic bean. So, you know, like, let's let her stay. You know, like she she can take Veranda's spot. We have an opening, clearly. And so that's kind of what happens. And in the four kids dub, that's how the that's how the episode ends. Um, with uh Griselda saying, I thought that fairies, you know, disappeared from Earth a long time ago. And Farragonda's like, well, then who is Bloom? You know, and then that's the end of the scene. But in the Ray English version, we get a scene with the girls back in their dorm. And this is when the Winx Club in the Ray English dub is formed. Um, The girls finish back in their room and they're talking about a name to name the Winx Club. Stella throws out a few ideas, but ultimately everyone's like, well, I think that Winx is a good idea. And Bloom's like, okay, well, cool. Well, I already have a logo for it. And it's like, you know, whatever. She pulls it out of her drawer, shows it to everyone. And Tuckton's like, that's great. But like, what does it mean? And Bloom's like, nothing. It's just Winx. I think that is uh, so cringe. It's so dumb. I hate that. I hate that. I hate that Winx in the right English dub is just something that Bloom came up with. I don't like it. I don't like that it doesn't mean anything. Uh, it's very cringe but it is what it is and you know if I didn't grow up with the four kids dub of Winx Club I don't I don't know if this would be it for me I don't know if the Ray English version would be the would would have 
done it for me. Like, I don't think that I would be the fan that I am today if I grew up with this version of Winx Club. So very thankful to have grown up with the version that I did. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. Major events that happen in this episode, obviously Bloom gets enrolled at Althea. She meets um, all of the Winx Club, so Flora, Technomisa, and she also meets the Trix, Icy, Darcy, and Stormy, and we get to see Technomusa and Flora's transformation for the first time in the series. And then obviously in this episode, the Winx Club is formed. So you may be thinking to yourself, Lola, what about the four kids dub? Did they just not address the Winx Club? Like naming situation, what happens? Funny enough, no, um, not in this episode. They don't. Um, they don't address this until two episodes later. It's at the end of the Black Mud Swamp episode. So yeah, that <laughs> we you have to wait four whole episodes into the series before the Winx Club is named in the four kids dub, which I appreciate. I like the pacing of it. I like that it gives the girls four whole episodes, or I guess three technically, because the other girls aren't in the first episode, but it gives all five of the winks, you know, three full episodes to kind of bond and get to know each other before they slap a name on their friendship. You know, like it's, it seems more natural that way. It seems more um, cohesive, I guess. So yeah, it didn't happen that way in the four kids dub. It happened in uh, the Black Mud Swamp episode. So we will discuss that once we get to episode four. <laughs> so some other fun facts about Bloom creating the name of Winx. Um, this has a different explanation in the comics. If you didn't know, um, and the comics, they started the same year that Winx Club aired in 2004. And there's over 200 issues to date um for the Winx Club magazine the Winx Club comics and in the comics um she was actually inspired by some butterflies um that she was observing and so she thought of the name Wings Club uh because of the butterfly wings um but then she spelled it in the dirt and ended it with butterfly wings shaped like an x and turned it into Winx so that's how it happens in the comics still appreciate the four kids dub version better but it is what it is and then also funny fact about the right english dub naming of winks bloom already had this logo drawn before proposing it to her friends to the to be you know a group name um however we don't know when she had time to do this like she was never shown you know being alone starting from the minute that she met them to when they got back to Althea so like when did she have time to create them a whole logo and was like I got this great idea you know like what when did she do that so that's really funny all right but the question that we all want to know what is what is the most winkstastic moment of this episode um this is the segment we are calling winks forever moments where we dub the most winks filled moment of the episode um something that is quintessential winks that gives just the essence of the whole show um in, in an episode so every episode rewatch we are deciding the most winks tastic moment of the episode and i must say that the winks forever moment 
for season one, episode two has to go with, you know, the fight in downtown magics with the tricks. It's classic. It's magical. It's everything you want. And a magic fairy show, the girls each got to show off their powers. I mean, you know, except for bloom, of course, but yeah, super classic winks forever moment. Runner up obviously would be naming the group, the winks club, but I don't think I, I'm not going to give it to, to the right English dub, which is, I might get a lot of flack for that, but I don't think that how it happens in the right English dub is winks-tastic. You know what I'm saying? Like, since the scene doesn't happen in the four kids dub until two more episodes from now, um, I'll save it. So, LOL. Sorry, don't hate me. You're listening to the Winks Forever podcast. All right. Well, that is the episode. Um, I, a couple of weeks ago, asked my audience on Instagram what episode I should show my husband as his first ever introduction to Winx Club. Because if you can believe it, my husband has never seen an episode of Winx Club until today. So I showed him the four kids dub of this episode Um, don't hate me, but it is what I grew up with. So I am partial. So you guys all voted that this is the episode that I should show him, um, because it is a great intro to all five of the winks in season one. And, um, it has a great, you know, fight scene with the witches, whatever. So here are some of his thoughts on his first ever winks club episode experience. Enjoy. So I asked my audience what episode to show you for your first Wings Club episode that is like the best, like quintessential, like essence of the show. Okay. And everyone said, or a majority of the people said the second episode, because it's not slow. Like the first episode, you get to kind of know and see the like main five girls meeting and stuff. So basically, what is your understanding of Wings Club before we, before we get <laughs> start i mean it's a fairy show that my wife is really inspired by i guess that's fair it's a kid's show that now you're like making a podcast about <laughs> which is all right also fair <laughs> I, don't know, I mean you like it a lot is that the only thing you know about the show i mean i know it's about fairies who go to school together yeah that's about it okay that's pretty good that's pretty that's a pretty are fair looking, basic are working looking, are you looking for more than that from me i don't think so i think that's about what i expected okay all right well we're going to we're not and this is probably going to be controversial as well i'm not going to show you the original ray english version which is the closest to the original italian dub because that's not what i grew up with i'm going to show you what i grew up with and why i like it so much okay okay cool I feel like that literally doesn't matter to me. I know it doesn't matter to you. It's going to matter to my audience a lot. (laughs) Get over it. (laughs) I think that, I think that if I grew up with a different version of Winx Club, I wouldn't be this enthralled with it now, 18 years later. I mean, the people who, because four kids is what? That's not Nickelodeon owned, is it? No, it was their own production company. um, Four kids was what? They did Pokemon, they did Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, yeah, and they knew what they're doing. I mean, they're mm-hmm. writing for the American kid. So obviously it's going to be different than, like, 
people who aren't American, but right. like again, we're American, so I'd assume this is this is what the masses would, would have watched if it's on four kids. So mm-hmm. it's what a lot of people grew up, you know, around. Right. And it was and for a lot of people it was also like a gateway to like even like anime and like and like different genres of animation. Just anime before anime was popular. Popular in America. Right. In in the way that we know it now. Right. And I'm not even I'm not even a cartoon skid, but I watched Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh growing up. Right. You know, so it's easy easy access is very much trying to access the wider broad scope. And I guess it did that. So Yeah. Good talk. Cool. Let's get into it. That blonde guy, he's not going to be in this episode. It looks like, um, what's his face? He-Man. <laughs> yeah, that that scene. Um, he's the voice of Yu-Gi-Oh. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, a lot of these... I mean, this, is, this intro is very Pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh-esque. <laughs> yeah, the same, like, early 2000s Saturday morning cartoon aesthetic. Yeah. I will say, like, I know this probably aired with or around when all those other ones aired, but mm-hmm. like I could not have told you this existed at all. Like I've never seen this before. <laughs> That's amazing. Whatever it was, it's gone now. Actually, there is an invisible wall. But if it didn't stop me, why can't they get through? Simple. You're a magical being, my dear. This barrier keeps non-magical creatures out of magics. Right. Magical beings, yeah. Screw you, you're not magical. Her preparing your little bags under your eyes. <laughs> He's a firefighter. You can't go to the school, but here's some tiny postcards. <laughs> so fun fact, this whole scene is not in the original version. Kiko, you keep an eye on her, okay? Pico? Kiko? Kiko. What a what? transport us back home us mm-hmm. that's such a dumb spell i hate that there's a lot of that in this i hate series. that i hate it's that make- oh no i'm not gonna be on the list Dread not girlfriend I what happens if your name's on the list i, I guess here, but I she's doing instead. <laughs> she gave me a letter to give to the headmistress i just won't give it to her and we'll be what a great wholesome <laughs> young kids <laughs> lesson of not telling the whole truth i don't know i hate lying there's a lot of that too also this is this is based on lies all of it why does she have elf ears she might be enough he's an elf i hate his voice so much him i hate that yes whatever that is i hate it he's an elf none of these characters have redeeming qualities You've only met like two of them. So far, it's over two. Why did she clap when she said that? Get people's attention. It sounds like they prepare you for all kinds of stuff. Do you know what you're gonna? They prepare you to lie your way through life. My theory is that if more plants could talk, deforestation would be dramatically reduced. It's worth trying. We're teaching kids about deforestation at a young age. I mean, I'm for it. Not deforestation, teaching kids about it. That's a that's an important clarification. <laughs> I'm Bloom. That's the word on the street. 
Yo, if you plan to blow up, what is her voice? <laughs> That's the worst voice I've ever heard. No! Really? Yeah. <sighs> Sounds like there's a frog in her throat. I have a brilliant idea. What do you say we get out of here and go downtown for a pizza? Great idea. Downtown, downtown for a pizza? Let's go, ladies. Everybody hop on the bus. Rainbows, giants, flying brooms. But that's all fairy tale stuff. This is the real world. The real fake magic world. The real magic world. It's real here. Is it? Yeah. Freaking He-Man almost. Oh, he just made his own parking spot. Yeah. Time for pizza. Yeah. Yeah, can't forget the reason you trekked all the way to the city. I don't want my nose to wait a minute. You have a tiny nose for an ogre. <laughs> what is what what is this dude's problem? So meet me at Witch's Alley right away. Good. First we're gonna catch her and take her scepter. So they're the bad guys. They're the bad guys. They're the bad, bad guys. Yeah. Hey mom, what if I just wait until tomorrow morning to call you again? Why does she have to ask for permission to call her mom? Like she just called her. And she's like, oh just kidding, I gotta go. Well, not big scary yellow guy and girl with hair coming out of her eyes no, what <laughs> it looked like hair was coming out of her eyes hair it was like here that's her makeup i'm just saying <laughs> once you see it you'll never unsee it look look the little twirlies look oh, like they're, coming, out of her they're eyes. coming they're like from her they're like i'm just saying it looks like it coming out of the outside corners of her eyes <laughs> Why do they all have such large heads compared to the rest of their bodies? Stylistic. Same reason brats do. I have magic power. Yeah, and you think they don't have magic powers? Yeah. That poor girl. Idiot. All these characters are so dumb. Oh. Not like dumb, like bad. They're just dumb. They're just like not smart. Yeah. Well, they're kids. They're sixteen-year-old kids. I'm just saying. I stand by my statement. How did they just plan like a synchronized like we're all gonna gonna attack now? Like they just met each other. It's magic. Why are they using all their powers on that one dude? There's obviously a more imminent threat behind yeah. him. <laughs> you are so brave, Stella. Why did you just call her Bloom and say that she's from planet Earth? This whole thing's built on lies. I will stand by that. Lying is a central theme in this show, actually. <laughs> it's really dis disheartening. <laughs> Maybe that's why there's so much discourse around the show. No, I don't think that's it. Right. Well, I'm not Veranda and I'm not from Velisto. Look, she comes clean. Yeah, but this is the second episode. You don't, why? What TV show needs to lie in episode two? Well, you must be punished. Turned into something Why is that her first like step? Like you do something wrong, you turn into something slimy, like a frog. I hate you, therefore you are a frog. Well then, who is blue? Okay. I thought Bloom was like everyone knew she was just a princess. Not in the first season. Why? The first well, her parents are adopted. She grew up on planet Earth. Oh, Bloom, not Bloom. I'm Stella. I'm not Stella. Stella is my favorite character. 
Stella is kind of a beach. <laughs> she just does whatever she wants. A little bit. That's not good. <laughs> Respect your elders, Stella. <laughs> so, um... But Stella is a princess. Yeah, Stella's a princess. No wonder she thinks she can do whatever she wants. What a hoe. That's true. I like her because she's, like, really outgoing and kind of, like... She's kind of brash. A little bit. And that's why you like her? No, that's not why I like her. I like her for other reasons. Okay. She's, like, an Enneagram 7, like I am. We have a lot of the same, like, extroverted qualities. You're going to let a number tell you who you are? (laughs) No. (laughs) But it's... But we have a lot of, like personality similarities she's the designated extrovert of the group for sure yeah she also lies to everybody she literally just lied that once to get bloom into alfia good because how are they going to how are they going to let an earthling into this magic school like that they didn't even know say hey can you walk through the thing okay cool you can you're you can come in (laughs) that's literally why they have the horse field I guess it's to keep no magic beans out of the city of magics. Not, not right. She walks to the city of magic. like, Oh, what up? This girl should be in, she go to school. This whole lying thing could have been avoided. It's funny because yeah, lying is like a central theme in the show because the guy, the He-Man guy that you, that you affectionately called That's, Sky. It, it, it is He-Man. And in, in the, um, in the first season, He's a prince, but in the first season he goes by Brandon. He's a prince. Because what him, was her sister. As a princess. <laughs> the Wicked Witch of the East Road. But so Brandon and Sky in the first season switch identities because of a lot of different reasons, but mainly You've lost me. I, now I just really want to make you watch the whole series. No. Starting I'm, from I'm starting good. from episode one so you can catch up on what you missed and then just I'm I'm good. I know that fantasy and sci-fi and crap is not your cup of tea, but objectively speaking. I mean, it's fine. There's nothing wrong with the show. It's good. But like I get why you like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like because I mean, yeah, you're watching this in your formative years growing up every morning, watching what it, do they do two episodes a week? They did one episode on Saturday morning. They did one episode a week on Saturdays. Yeah, so I mean, I imagine, like, yeah, it's cool. Because when you think about the other shows that were going on then, like Yu-Gi-Oh!, like Pokemon, like, none of them were female-forward characters or Mm -hmm. anything like that. So then this comes on, and it's a bunch of girls, and they're in school, and you're in school, and they're, like, the... They're like older, you know, Mm -hmm. but they become sort of role models and people that you look up to because, oh my gosh, they're so cool because they have these powers and, you know, they hang out and they get to be friends and it's like... They're super fashionable and it's a very brightly colored cartoon. Right. And so they're running around and they're they're having a good time. Fighting evil. Yeah. I love this show. It's... And I know a lot of it is probably nostalgia. Like, I don't know. It's just like a feel good, like... Well, show and it's kind of and it's like weird and like nerdy and dorky but like i don't know i feel like if you like animation it's a it's a good it's a good one well again you didn't grow up watching a lot of cartoons i didn't no not not really much at all i mean i watched a few but it was never my first choice it's never been my interest really mm-hmm. there's very 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 few 
animation shows altogether that I've ever watched. All that to say, yeah, it's a mixture of a lot of things for you. It's a part of, it was a part of your formative years. You're growing up, you're forming opinions, you're learning how the world works. You're, you're eight years old and you're in elementary school. You wake up on Saturday morning, you look forward to this because you don't have much else going on. You know, like, I'm eight years old. Yeah. But then also take into the fact that like when we were growing up, like the internet was becoming popular like just becoming popular like in the early 2000s. So I discovered the online community when I was like nine or 10, you know, on, on the 4Kids site and then on the UK Winx Club site and then started writing for the magazine and stuff. So it's like- It's a part of your formative years. Yeah. It, it was, it's been with you through a lot of different- So like, yeah, you're gonna feel way more strongly about it than I am. Right, and I didn't think that you were gonna watch this and like absolutely fall in love. It's very much at its core, just, it's just, it's a, just fairy a fairy show. show. And that's okay. <laughs> and if you love it, that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. That's, I'm glad you love it. Thanks. Wow. I am too. Thank you for humoring me. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I feel like you want more from me. No, that's, that's about what I wanted. I feel like you wanted me to be like, oh my gosh, let's watch the next episode. <laughs> and I'm good. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> and I'm glad you love this show. But it's not for me, dog. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> <laughs>